Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops with you this afternoon. Glad that you're with us. We're joined by Rachel Zerby of ABC Marquette. As always, appreciate you being yeah, here. Yeah, no problem. So much. Uh, probably had a fun night last night watching uh, a little Steelers football and... Well, no, you're from Philadelphia, so you're the other Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. Oh, shoot. Well, you saw Temple get, uh, they look pretty good the yeah, other day. Yeah, they, they should be 4-0 right now, but they're not, so. You were the one yeah. person in northern <laughs> Michigan watching Temple football. Oh, yeah, I'm probably yeah. the only one up here who knows what Temple football is. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the Eagles over the weekend? Carson Wentz is back. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. You're scared? Everyone else should be scared. Why are you scared? Uh, the NFC. Oh, <laughs> they're the defending champs. What do you have to be scared of? I don't know. I mean, I'm not the best. I mean, I'm a Vikings fan, so I don't want the Eagles to repeat. Like, mm. I want the Vikings to come out of the NFC. Mm. So Carson Wentz back doesn't benefit us. So how did you get to be a Vikings fan from Philadelphia? I have no idea. My dad, <laughs> I, he was a Vikings fan. And every Sunday he'd be like, where's your purple? So I'm like, okay. So was last year's NFC championship tough for you? Was that? Was it? it was because I, I mean, obviously all my friends are Eagles fans. So I got so much crap for it. And I was angry, obviously, but when they won the Super Bowl, I mean, I was nothing but happy for the city of Philadelphia. They deserve it. I wish I was there. I was very jealous. So then as a Philadelphia native, you're taught to hate all the Pittsburgh, Washington, Mm -hmm. New York teams. So you were hoping Fitzmagic was going to keep going on last night, right? And it almost did. He almost did. Mm -hmm. There was a part, though, where he was, everyone was like, oh, Fitz tragic. I Mm -hmm. was like, oh, gosh. For a while, it looked like it was over. It was fun while it lasted. I think he still has some magic in him, Mm -hmm. though. And I still don't think the Steelers are good. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm still not convinced. Their record on Monday Night Football, though, is, like, incredible. Yeah, six they in only, a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They only lost, like, twice in Mike Tomlin's mm-hmm. tenure. That's pretty impressive. They should probably play every game on Monday Night. Granted, I don't want to see them on they'd Monday like Nights. It. But <laughs> well, they'd keep winning if yeah, they did. Yeah, exactly. No, but I'm not convinced about them. The penalties, the lack of awareness they have mm-hmm. on that team, they're just... They're not the same. They no. won't be, I don't think, until Le'Veon gets. I like James Conner, but yeah, yeah. But other than that, you know, I don't know. No. They don't have too much there yeah. to be excited about. Even their kicking last night, mm-hmm. you know. I usually thought Boswell or, you know, whoever it is over there, I thought he was generally pretty good. And then, oh, well. Yeah. Uh, so Tampa Bay loses their first game. Uh, Cleveland's won a game. The New York Giants have won a game. Buffalo's won a game. What a weird weekend in the NFL. Vikings get killed. Packers didn't look good. Lions mm-hmm. win. Bears are in first place. It's wild. It's I mean, it's like only we week three, but like, oh my, how unpredictable. I we I kind of like it this <laughs> yeah. way, to be honest with you. And the Patriots are one and two. I mm-hmm. don't think there's many people who are too sad about that. Too, no, too but out. I mean, at the end of the day, it's still September. Right. And no. it doesn't mean anything. No, you know, you will see the Patriots in the... AFC again. They'll always so, make it. Yeah. Although, should they be worried about Miami off to a 3 0 oh start? God. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're pretty sure. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins, who would have. No. I don't even know who the quarterback is on the Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill. Okay, he's still there. He's All still right. there. I don't know. He's, you know. No. The Dolphins, no. <laughs> Dolphins are going to dolphin at some point, yeah. is what Rachel said. <laughs> Perfect. Well, shoot. Uh, you talked about quarterbacks a little bit. Then we've got a lot of young quarterbacks making their debut over the weekend. Uh, this is going to be the first week here in week four that four first-round rookie quarterbacks have started uh, since 2012. And that's just the second time mm-hmm. ever. Uh, where does this quarterback class rank among some of the 
uh, best we've seen all time. I mean, this got to be up there. Yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely gonna be up there. Is I mean, it? you got the Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. era in Cleveland, Josh Allen era in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, um, not really Darnold. too. Yeah, I guess Sam Darnold. He's you not sold on him sold yet. On him, but <laughs> he's there and he's starting. And then Josh Rosen named yeah. the starter over Sam Bradford over in uh, uh, Arizona. So they become just the second class ever of first round mm-hmm. rookie quarterbacks to all start in week four. Last time it happened again, 2012 was the only time it happened. Tannehill, aforementioned, along with RG3, uh, Andrew Luck, and Brandon Whedon. Look at that Interesting. class <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, it Quite panned the class out there. For, yeah. Maybe it pans out for this class a little bit better than Yeah, I, than I think it one. will. I think at least three out of the four. I don't know. Josh Rosen, I'm not. Mm. Uh, no, I don't know. I haven't seen enough on Out of the four, yeah. He's the one who doesn't really. Josh Allen's hurdle game the other uh, day. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, oh, he hurdled a dude. Like, he hurdled Anthony Barr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, not I mean, just the guy anyone. Roger's yeah. collarbone ended the <laughs> like, Packers season last uh-huh. year. I mean, he had no fear. No, I mean, his him. performance was incredible. No, it so was so fun to see. It was pretty fun yeah. to see. But, well, even as a Vikings fan, you know, you're able to say that. Mm-hmm. So I give you credit for that. But they'll be back. They've got their biggest game coming up just oh, yeah. two days from now. That'll and be a I good one. I think that's a good thing for them. It's because it's a quick turnaround, gives them less time to focus mm-hmm. on it, then get right back to business. And I always think it's good to kind of, in a way, lose those games early on because mm-hmm. it gets their head on straight. Like, you're not – because like, I know as much as Mike Zimmer wants to say, oh, we didn't take them lightly, you know they all <laughs> took the Buffalo Bills lightly. Like, come on. We all know it. <laughs> like – so it's good that they kind of got like that rude awakening early on so they can get their act together. Well, now they've got a few things to figure out with Everson Griffin and the oh, whole yeah. situation. That's, I mean, what happened there? I, I that, don't know. That came out of the blue. I didn't even know. Mm. I, I mean, he was in trouble with the law previously, and I didn't really even know that. But that's that would be a big blow to the defense. Almost Sack get, daddy. You know, Sack daddy. Yeah. Get Brian Robinson back. I mean, I was kind of shocked uh-huh. they let him go, to be honest yeah. with you. I like him. Mm-hmm. I still thought maybe he had a few, uh, a little bit more that he could offer. Well, shoot. Uh, how about Seattle? They might be getting hockey is what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, that's hear exciting. That? They, uh, they passed that vote. They needed, uh, I, I don't know what they needed. They got all eight mm-hmm. uh, board members to vote, though, so they're going to uh, renovate Key Arena for $700 million. Uh, big step toward getting NHL hockey in Seattle. I didn't think it happened, honestly, up there. I didn't think Pacific Northwest would support NHL, mm-hmm. but they want it bad enough. I think it's going to happen. I guess good for the NHL if they can get mm-hmm. a crowd out there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've never been to the – West Coast, I don't know no. what it's like in Seattle, but I'm still waiting for the Seattle Sonics. To... I'm waiting for that, too. It's going to happen <laughs> yeah. again. Like, everybody knows it uh-huh. is going to happen. Uh, you think about the success that Oklahoma City's had since they've gone from there, mm-hmm. and that just makes them want it that much yeah, more. They exactly. want it to come back so bad. Uh, I guarantee you, though, when or if Seattle gets a hockey team, they'll have a better mascot than Philadelphia. <laughs> what was that that your guys put out there yesterday? I... I honestly have no idea. It looks like it's the fanatic, but just orange. And then it looks like a character from Sesame Street mm. that's like on hardcore drugs. Yeah, like it. the googly eyes. Like, mm-hmm. why? No wonder kids are afraid of mascots. Yeah. Like, if I'm an adult, and if I saw that thing walking up to me, I'd probably mm-hmm. run away. It's terrifying. It's like a drugged Muppet. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know the thought process behind it. And then it just goes on the ice and falls. Like, does it eat the... What? Didn't he shoot somebody do in the you, back yeah, with a t-shirt like, gun? Do you, I don't know. Do, do you not know how to ice skate? Oh, it's like, a disaster. It's uh, so funny. We had a Twitter poll going on yesterday about, is the Philadelphia Flyers' new mascot the worst mascot in all sports? Did you vote? I don't think... No. Let's I don't see. know. I don't uh, remember. Final results... 79% yes, it is the worst mascot in all the sports. It's horrible. It, the name, like, gritty. Like, gritty. okay, I guess you can say, like, Philadelphia is, like, gritty mm. and whatnot, but uh, I don't know. But I thought it would have been, exactly, I thought it kind of would have been something more, like, geared towards, like, Philadelphia, like the Sixers. Their mm-hmm. mascot is, I mean, it's a dog, but his name is Franklin. Right. Like, there's a tie to the city. Mm-hmm. Gritty though. Why not like a big Ben Franklin in a hockey uniform? Yeah, I like don't... how cool would that mm-hmm. be? Like the the Brewers do the sausages or something that relates to Milwaukee. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like for all I care, be a soft pretzel or a cheesesteak. <laughs> like not this Muppet thing on drugs. It's so funny though. Mm-hmm. I mean, Philadelphia won the internet. They're once doing again. the. They're, <laughs> they got uh, They're getting people to talk about them and no. Uh, mm-hmm. No publicity is bad publicity. Exactly. I mean, at Gritty, it was on Good Morning America today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone, like all my Flyers friends, they're like, well, maybe this mascot's just going to like get off our minds that the Flyers are just mediocre year in and year out. And well, I was like, okay, yeah, you can could have work. something to talk about now. <laughs> crazy mascot just running around the streets. Like, <laughs> Whatever happens, uh, they've, been getting, they've been getting press. I'm sure that's yeah. what they wanted out of it. Uh-huh. So it worked. However... Uh, I don't know if that was the dream, but honestly, the only mascot I can think that even rivals that is the Providence Friar. That thing is scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, what even? Yeah. What is a friar? I think it's a Catholic priest. Oh, I could be wrong. I'm Lutheran yikes. myself. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know the priest well enough. But, uh, yeah, I think that's what a friar mm-hmm. is. But, yeah, that thing is scary. I, I kind of just think mascots in general are a little creepy. think so? Yeah. Oh, there's got to be some adorable mascot you like. How about T.C. Bear? T.C. Bear? Yeah, over with it... the twins. Um, what about the sausages with the brewers? Mm. I love those guys. I mean, I love the fanatic, yeah, but like they're the, dog. they're weird. Well, they are weird, but they're <laughs> supposed to be weird. I know. How about, um, what's a Viking? He's not Victor anymore, whatever his name is. I thought now. it is Victor. I thought it was, and then they changed it no. for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I mean, but... it's just like a Viking. Right. I Because mean, they... I mean, I, w- I was looking at the picture of all the NHL mascots, mm-hmm. like the shark, like their mascot's a shark. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, what is a flyer? No one right. really knows, but like what, I just don't understand the thought process. Whatever a flyer is, it's not that. It's <laughs> exactly. not gritty It's is. not gritty. <laughs> hey, we've been talking about the NHL and uh, Brian Gianna finally called it a career after 16 seasons. I love that guy. I mean, he, he tried making it work here in his late 30s uh, as far as, you know, making a comeback. I uh, got to play with the Olympic team this past Olympics. So, you know, good for him. He called it a career. But we're seeing a lot of careers in, like a lot of storied guys. And it makes me sad. Hawk Harrelson, I wouldn't teach his broadcast style to anybody. But I love him. <laughs> I love that. And I'm like a diehard Twins guy. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I love Hawk, you know, for what he does. Baseball's not going to be the same without him. Uh, Victor Martinez just had his last home game. Adrian Beltre probably had his. Mm-hmm. I mean, we lost Kobe a few years ago, and I mean, we're we're losing out on a generation here. It makes you feel old. It, it does, because I mean, it, just being a big basketball fan, like mm-hmm. Kobe, that was that sucked. But mm-hmm. then it's like, what am I going to do when there's no more LeBron? Mm. 
like all the greats, even Dwayne Wade has thrown it in mm-hmm. after Tim this Duncan. year. Yeah. yeah. Tony Parker's on his way out. But it just kind of makes you think that, like, wow, we were alive to see mm-hmm. some of probably the greatest athletes all time. Absolutely. Of all time. You know, we got to see the <laughs> tail end of Shaq's career. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shoot. No, we've got to see some great athletes over time. And it, Sometimes I just, I don't know if it's weird or not, but I love going back and finding like old box scores of games from 05 <laughs> and be like, I remember him. Uh-huh. I remember watching him play, you know, yeah. uh, Timberwolves games. And I see, I remember Wally Zerbiak. I would have never thought of that name <laughs> in years of Michael O uh, or Candy yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. But shoot, no, um, no, I love doing that. It's going back. Mm-hmm. And Twins box scores were kind of painful to do that with. I went back to 2011 where they're losing like 110 games and, <laughs> I'm like, who's Brian Dinkelman? You know, he's oh, Brian God. Dinkelman was a real right fielder for the Minnesota Twins. Like this guy was a professional <laughs> ball player. No, never no, even heard of him. No, but no, it shows you how much sports change. But you're right. I think yeah. uh, I like the way that you look at it. As far as uh, you look at things uh, from that kind of perspective, mm-hmm. as you know, smile because it happened kind of perspective. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's why, like, I can't stand people who hate on LeBron. It's like mm-hmm. just appreciate greatness while mm-hmm. we have it. Absolutely, yeah. And I can't stand when they try to compare LeBron to Jordan. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I know there's arguments to be made for both of them and everything, but it seems like liking LeBron or liking Jordan means hating the other. Uh-huh. I don't like that. Why can't you appreciate both of them? And it annoys me when people our age try to get in that debate i'm like you didn't see michael jordan play Mm. unless it was like a youtube highlight video Mm. so you can't even compare the two i have no idea like and basketball is so much different now Mm -hmm. so it's like comparing apples and oranges Mm. in a way i mean lebron could be the great yeah just let them both be great but jordan could do (laughs) exactly we'll never honestly know no yeah we will never know we will never know no i i wish we could just appreciate both of them unfortunately i don't know Uh, even like the whole like kobe and lebron thing Mm -hmm. I think Kobe's definitely up there. You know, he'll. I don't think he's among those top two. I, I still think those no. two are the standard. Yeah. But Kobe's up there. He'll and like Kobe, like he he's the Laker. Like LeBron mm. isn't like no. won't be remembered as being a no. Los Angeles no. Laker. He'll always he'll go down as a Cavaliers yeah. guy when he's in the Hall of Fame. If, mm-hmm. if it was like baseball and he got to pick a hat to wear, he'd pick the Cleveland yeah. hat. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> I, I tell you what, we owe you a timeout. We'll take it right now. We'll come back. We'll have more of the Sports Pen with Rachel here on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to The Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops along with Rachel Zerby of ABC Marquette. And a reminder, the Pigskin Payday is back. Pick the winner of each week's game to win. Play all season long for $100,000 in grand prize money. Only to Jibway Casino in Barriga and Marquette. Uh, so we covered a lot here in the first 15-some minutes of, uh, of Sports Pen. Glad that you're with us on the Tuesday afternoon, whether it's on AM or FM or online with the ESPN-UP mobile app. So I want to start doing something different and uh, kind of go back and do an on-this-day-in-sports history, uh, look back at some of the moments that happened we're celebrating anniversaries from, and actually a lot happened September 25 throughout history. Uh, 1908, Cubs pitcher Ed Rollback becomes the first pitcher to throw a doubleheader shutout. We'll 
probably never see that wow. again, given the, <laughs> the state yeah. of Tommy John, pitcher's arms, what have you. Uh, 1926, NHL awards franchises to Chicago and Detroit. Happy birthday to the Red Wings and the Blackhawks, which is especially important with Seattle on the verge of maybe getting <laughs> NHL hockey. Uh, 1966, Yankee Stadium had its lowest crowd ever, 413 people. Whoa, was it a rainy day or something? Maybe they were bad that year. I don't know. <laughs> they, the, they lost to the White Sox, 4-1. to Oh, one yikes. Uh, 1981, Nolan Ryan, fifth career no-hitter, five more than I will ever have. And 1988, last tour from the Olympics, 88, Flojo wins gold in the 100-meter dash, uh, record 10.54 in Korea. And then in 2000, Vince Carter's dunk of death at the Olympics over 7'2", Frederick Weiss. Uh, I saw that all over Twitter today. That was pretty good, wasn't it? (laughs) Uh, That's that's the big one right now, is you go back and you see something like that. Vince Carter's another one that's on his way out. We were talking before the break. (laughs) I mean, shoot, Dirk Nowinski, I bet he might come off the bench this year. And that's saying something, Mm -hmm. considering how bad Dallas has been the last few years. Yeah, you kind of like forgot about the Mm -hmm. Mavericks for a little. (laughs) A little bit, and that's weird, because we're not used to forgetting Mm -hmm. about them, but... Here they are. Yeah. That's what happens with the West now. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when you have those warriors when all eyes are on them. Well, they had media day, and you got to look at every team. And some of them, you know, look pretty impressive mm-hmm. out there. And obviously, Golden State, uh, number one in the power rankings. Uh, you know, 82-0 and 0 is probably what uh, a lot of the expectations are over there. Yeah. Honestly, they should with the roster they have. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're going to be that good, though. Uh, it's tough for me to think that people don't think this Lakers team will make the playoffs this year. I just think they're too talented. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely think they'll make the playoffs, but, I mean, there's no way they're coming out of no, the West. No, no, they'll be a first round I, I, But I think they're going to be, like, a lower seed in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron I just not don't, making the playoffs? Yeah, like, I mean, it's LeBron. He, he, he'll find a way to make the he'll playoffs, make but I just don't think – I don't think Lonzo Ball is that good. I no. really don't think Kyle Kuzma or whatever. Like, I just think they're so – their off-the-court antics just drive me insane. Right. Like, they're annoying and childish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't like them. I don't know. And so it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how they gel with LeBron. Let me ask you this. Do you think this Laker team is better for LeBron with guys like Kuzma and Lonzo or maybe three years ago with D'Angelo Russell? Whose off-the-court antics were worse? <laughs> Honestly, that's a great question. I don't know about that, but I think, I don't know. That's a tough, that's a tough question. You think about you know, some of those guys. What went on with the Lakers a few years ago when they were just horrible? Uh, this year, you know, they'll be better. They I mean, in a be. way, like the Lakers franchise, I don't want to say has been irrelevant for some time, mm-hmm. but when did Kobe retire? I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Not two years ago, yeah, two, so, three now. Mm-hmm. But like the Lakers are just like, uh and now that LeBron is back over there, mm-hmm. now they're getting, like, all the hype. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't think – I mean, Lonzo, him shooting the ball is the ugliest thing I think I've it ever so seen ugly. in my life. <laughs> his shot is so ugly. He makes it work, to his credit or yeah. whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. There, uh, There's promising talent right. over there in L.A., but mm-hmm. I just don't. I still think Kyle Kuzma's better than Lonzo. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I could get behind that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think he's got a better NBA future, particularly yeah, with say, the off-the-court stuff. Yeah, I see more potential stuff. in him. Uh, we haven't heard from LeVar in a while, though. Thank goodness. Like, he's still alive, right? Uh, yeah. Someone can check on him. <laughs> that, 
I mean, ever since LeBron got over there, he's like, all right, I should probably zip yeah, him out now. now. Like, my son's playing with the best player in the world. Like, he's in charge of this <laughs> yeah. team. Uh, GD Bus is not. Uh, Luke Walton probably mm-hmm. won't be anymore. No. Which is tough because I think he's a good coach. But Ty Lue, uh he's going to you know, be yeah. the head coach again yeah, for the first really time in a while. Congrats to Ty. Good for him. You know, uh, I don't know if he's talked to Spolster at all about how to do this, you know. Taking over after Probably. LeBron. You'd be like, wait, how do you how do you be a coach? I don't how know do you what do to do. do this after LeBron left? Like, <laughs> I was I was LeBron's manager uh-huh. for a while. Yeah. Oh shoot. Uh, what else do we have that's been exciting as of late? Oh, there's been there's been quite a lot to be honest with you. Uh, baseball's been heating up. Brewers gained some much needed ground yeah. last night. Uh, you're still holding out for the Phillies, though, right? They they were eliminated. Were they really? Yeah, they. Well, from from the from all playoffs. From all it. Yeah. Okay, so now I they're... saw a stat today on like August fifth. They were fifteen games over five hundred, mm-hmm. and now they're probably going to end the season like five hundred. They Oops. just completely crapped the bed. So that might take Gabe Kapler out of manager of the year talk. Oh, I mean, it, he was yeah. he in manager of the year talk? I would think he should be. I think he should be because the Phillies were bad for a long time and. He did, yeah. He I mean, the fact that we were talked about making mm-hmm. the playoffs was very mm-hmm. surprising. Kinda I mean, there's a lot of young guys down there, but... Reminds I, I me of what Paul Mulder did with yeah. the Twins for a little bit. Actually, on two different occasions. They had uh, the 103 loss season in 2016, sandwiching two fairly good seasons in 15 and 17. Kind of reminds me of what he did with that mm-hmm. team, kind of, you know, twice. Uh, but then they're going to fall back below 500 again this year, but... Nonetheless, uh, I think he would still, in my mind, I think he's definitely should uh, be at least considered for yeah. it. Brian Snicker probably will win it. Uh, Craig Council might. You know, he's got to be up there. I'm sure people will throw Madden up in there, and it's not like he doesn't deserve it. No. But let's get some new blood yeah, in there. I mean, I mean it's the Cubs. It's there. The <laughs> oh, shoot. So Milwaukee gets to 90 wins last night. They hold on late to beat St. Louis. Just one and a half behind the Cubs, who uh, lost to Pittsburgh. So, NL Central race is not over yet. This mm-hmm. could be a lot of fun going down the stretch. Oh, yeah. I think, is it the only division that's not set? Uh, Los Angeles and Colorado still is technically okay. not set. Uh, Los Angeles got a one and a half game lead. So, there's some question okay. there. Colorado, I just don't see him doing it. In my mind, I think that is set. Uh, I think the Dodgers are too talented to blow it here in the final week, and Colorado, I guess, could still be the wild card team, but I think whoever wins the yeah. top wild card spot wins that wild card game. You know, every advantage mm-hmm. in a one game playoff is going to help. So yeah. now they're, in my mind, I think it's going to be Brewers or Cubs for the division. And then I think the Cubs are going to get the division. You think so? Yeah. Careful, we got a lot of, a lot of Brewers listeners. Hey, I mean, they'll You're not get. They'll, yeah, I'm not. You're okay. not scared. It's all right. <laughs> They'll be. They'll still make the playoffs. Obviously, they'll have that wild card spot. Mm-hmm. They'll host. Well, they'll have home field advantage. St. Louis or Colorado, whoever wins that second wild card spot. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, I said yesterday. I think whoever wins this uh, Cardinal Brewer series has to be a sweep because you know, if you want any chance of getting yeah. to the Cubs, mm-hmm. uh, if they split or like go two out of three or whatever, neither of them are going to do it. No one's uh-huh. going to catch Chicago because they're not going to get swept by Pittsburgh. No, here. absolutely not. If they do, I'd be very, very <laughs> surprised. 
Uh, if any team has the pressure turned on in this year, that if we could predict, uh, you know, the final six in each uh, each uh, league, I think the Rays are still alive by a thread. Otherwise, it's five, um, whatever. Uh, there's at least 11 teams left, six in the national. If any team there has the most pressure on them, it's the Dodgers, is it not? I mean, this they have to win it this year. Mm-hmm. They've been so close. They've kind of got that window, two, three, four years, where they – uh, can do it, and if they don't do it by now, they're not gonna. You know, win the World Series, right? Oh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think the Dodgers are. Gonna, I mean, I would love to see that. That I would love to see Chase Elliott win the World Series. But in my last... mind, they're the ones with the most pressure. Yeah. On them, right. You I know, don't. Yeah. I mean, Chicago's already got one. Uh, St. Louis, Milwaukee. I don't think a lot of people expected them to be here. People certainly didn't expect Atlanta to be in the mm-hmm. postseason. They're all performing better than people gave them credit for. Uh, Colorado expectations were up, but still not World Series worthy. Uh, so in that sense, I think uh, the yeah. Dodgers certainly have the uh, certainly have the X situated squarely on their back. Uh, over in the American League, okay, the five teams are set, uh, so we do know who's going to the playoffs. We even know what order. It's uh, <laughs> Boston, Houston, and Cleveland winning the divisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yankees hosting Oakland as of right now for the wild card. That could still change uh, whether where the wild card game is played. Uh, who has the most pressure on them to win that? I think just the way the Red Sox regular season has gone, they're at, what, 109 wins, like 106 that. wins or something. Like, I think them i would put the pressure on them just because i mean in a way i expect them Mm -hmm. to win like the way they have been playing Mm -hmm. but i don't know i don't don't know know. i don't know yeah i I don't know that bullpen i think leaves a lot of questions uh i would think honestly the most pressure on anybody out of those five is cleveland i still think it's cleveland i think they have been right there and they've had enough talent to do it Mm -hmm. for a while and if they don't do it this year when are they going to do it again? Yeah, that is, that is true. I guess you could put, think of it as like two different kinds of pressures. Mm-hmm. I guess you could throw in like three different kinds of pressures because, I mean, the Astros, yeah. are they going to – do they have the power? I to think they're the compete? best team out yeah. of any of the AL teams going to the playoffs. I think they should win it based on talent alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's either them or Cleveland who has the best rotation. Uh, Boston might have the worst bullpen out of any of those teams in the mm-hmm. AL playoffs, but it, I still think the pressure's on Cleveland, whereas if they don't win it this year, they're not going to. They still may be good and be a power uh-huh. and keep making the playoffs, but... But it's like, what's the point? Like, you can it. keep making the playoffs, but if you're not going to win the World Series, mm-hmm. like... I mean, you've it. got Kipnis and Lindor up the middle, and you supplement him with talent like, uh, you know, I know it's not 2014, but Josh Donaldson's still... A uh, pretty good ball player, and Jason Kipnis and Encarnacion. Uh, I mean, he's dangerous. And you look at the top five in that lineup, and they should should be winning ball games fairly mm-hmm. consistently. And they got good role players around them with uh, guys like Chisholm Hall, Yonder Alonso, and didn't even mention Michael Brantley and how good he is since coming back. Uh, so in my mind, coupled with this pitching staff, this has to be it for yeah. Cleveland. If they're going to do it any year, this has to be the year. It's going to be tough for them. I don't. I, I mean, I don't see them. I don't think they're going to do no. it. They just haven't impressed me enough so far this year. Yeah. But I think this is the year that they have mm-hmm. to. I don't. I mean, I'll be completely honest. I haven't really been paying much attention to baseball this mm-hmm. year. But I feel like, from what I've been hearing and seeing, there's not like that one team, mm-hmm. like 
that sticks out no. above the rest. No, it's like, uh, and we've for, seen that before, yeah. you know. Everyone knew the year that the Cubs ended up doing it. Everyone knew how good they were coming mm-hmm. off the 2015 season. They're like, Cubs are going to do it this year. And yeah. everyone's saying, you know, you're crazy. It's not going to happen. And they did, sure enough. Uh, you can always seem to tell that there's something really special about one team. I think a lot of people knew Houston was going to be mm-hmm. something special last year. Uh I don't know. I just don't get that vibe from anybody this year. Yeah. I know teams who should have that uh-huh. vibe, but they don't. And I think if anybody, the closest team to it would be Boston, just because they've won so exactly. much. But I don't I see don't it. I just don't mm-hmm. see it for Boston. I think Houston should repeat as World Series champs. That would be fun. I would like that. Yeah, I'd be okay with yeah. that. I love uh, Altuve. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, like, I like that team. That they All got like four there. foot of him. I know. Isn't that great? <laughs> I still remember watching him play live. He reaches first base at Target Field on a single, and 5'6 Altuve standing next to 6'5 Joe Mallett at first base. I mean, or the picture with him next to, uh, what was it, Aaron Judge, I'm sure it was, or Mm -hmm. Judge and uh, some other short guy from the Yankees, like Ronald Torres or somebody. Uh, That's great. Mm -hmm. I love that whenever, you know. Uh, Baseball's fun because you can get stuff like that. I mean, you can get that elsewhere, too, but baseball special yeah, in of its own. absolutely. Well, shoot, uh, college hockey. Did you see some of the rankings coming out yesterday? What would you think? We were kind of talking a little at the presser. We're like, we, for NMU having so many players in, like, the preseason, all WCHA team, whatever, mm-hmm. granted, it really means nothing. Mm-hmm. But NMU wasn't picked first. No, this. So no Minnesota like, hmm. State picked a, picked a win. Like, you have polls. two players, Troy Loggins and Adam Rockwood, mm-hmm. both picked as preseason players of the year yeah. in the two different polls. But mm-hmm. NMU's not picked to finish first. Well, and the thing is, in the media <laughs> poll, NMU got picked third, third. And Bowling Green got less first place votes, but got picked second is the thing. I, I, I didn't know. get it. Uh, they're going to be fun this year. They're oh, ranked yeah. 20th nationally to start the season. Uh, only in the conference is Minnesota State higher. I think they're 10th. Uh, Coach P, he's kind of going in the right direction. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see what they do I'm, this year. I'm so excited. And everyone knows, really, I'm not, like, the b- biggest ice hockey fan. I don't really. Well, you're from Philadelphia. Yeah, like, so hockey wasn't a thing. So, but, I don't know. I, I'm very excited, especially the way last season went mm-hmm. with, I mean, Rockwood back, Loggins mm-hmm. back. Tolvanen and Oh, I love like, Tolvanen. Well, I love that family anyway because, yeah, you know, covering yeah. Ailey in, uh, in Sioux City for two years. So, yeah, that family it's, is pretty good yeah, at hockey. It's going to be very fun mm-hmm. You know, I'm, they're uh, 25 wins last season. I mean, could they get 30 this year? I mean, is it realistic? I don't think it's out of the question. It, right. I think it's certainly mm-hmm. in the realm of possibility, especially – you know, they run the table in conference. That Minnesota State uh, series and everything, when when uh, they square off with the Mavs, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the one to that, to. And obviously, Michigan Tech, I believe Tech, Michigan Tech was number, is ranked 18th. You start. could be right. You might be right about so that. that. Yeah. So three teams be, from yeah. the WCHA ranked in the top 20. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Tech is up there, too. So then uh, those two are going to be the big matchups. And then mm-hmm. uh, they get a few... Big Ten opponents say go to big or to uh, Big Ten country to start the year over at Michigan uh-huh. State, and then uh, road trip to Notre Dame in November. Uh, they're new to the schedule, and you know obviously it's a good time for hockey down there. So I, this could be a fun season. Yeah, you know? I'm very much looking forward to it. It's only a couple weeks away, so. Well, I tell you what, we owe you another break. We'll take it and come back with more on the sports pen on ESPN UP.
Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to The Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Danner Hoops with you, joined by Rachel Zerby of ABC Marquette. As always, glad that you're with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, well, some tough news, at least, coming out of the area yesterday. Manistique High School football, they uh, canceled the rest of their varsity football schedule. Uh, you know, it's tough, especially for the four seniors. You feel for them the most. Uh, it's tough whenever you see a high school football program struggling, especially up in this area where they're so proud of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but they, I understand why they did it. The health, uh, what have you, of the players. They feel like they've got good numbers in the younger classes, want to keep them all together. Uh, still, unfortunate. Yeah, it's not something you want to hear to start the week, but... I mean, as you mentioned, it's nice to hear that there are numbers mm-hmm. at the lower, lower, younger ages. So hopefully, even next year, they'll mm-hmm. hopefully be back ready to field a team. It's just sad to see. I mean, you, the kids want to be out there on the field, but mm-hmm. you just have to put health first sometimes. I like the high school slate that's on tap for this weekend, though. Oh, I mean, there's yeah. some good games around. Westwood's got homecoming with Hancock coming to town, and I know they're 2-3, and three, but I think they're a lot better than that. Uh, let's see, Ishpeming and Gwyn could be fun. I know mm-hmm. Gwyn is uh, is pretty banged up right now, and they're coming off a tough loss. But they always get up for that game. Everybody mm-hmm. gives Ishpeming their best effort. Uh, any game you're looking forward to this weekend? Um, Hard to choose? I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I am looking forward to Ishpeming Gwyn. Mm-hmm. But it kind of, I don't know if it's going to be as hype as it should be just because, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, Gwen is a little banged up. But I heard Dion always gets his team real excited yes, for <laughs> for that Ishpeming game, and I I want to see Ishpeming. I I think they're the best team that I've seen mm-hmm. so far. But as you mentioned, I think Westwood and Hancock has the potential to be a good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nagani beat Hancock on a last second field goal, mm-hmm. so that one it's going to be interesting. I think Westwood needs to win that game yeah. though yeah you know westwood's got two losses this year by a combined 10 points and they're mm-hmm. two uh two ranked teams you've got calumet who's ninth and the poll that came out today and then uh Ishpeming is fourth uh so they can you know they're still in pretty good position if you know especially if they can run the table uh you get six wins you know you're in uh seven you look really good uh should you go down to five and four and you're on the bubble and one of your wins is a forfeit then you're in a really tough spot mm-hmm. so you got to pick up winnable games whenever you can and uh certainly this is a winnable one for him it's not going to come easy uh that's what i wonder uh-huh. with how that how that bye week is going to figure into this from last week uh you know manistique forfeited so on one hand westwood who was very banged up had a chance to rest up get healthy on the other hand they're not out there getting better and getting game experience so uh, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, there's good and bad to it. And, you know, I talk with Coach Serge, and he kind of agrees. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's uh, there's good and there's uh, bad to it. You know, it's just a tough situation. Yeah, it's good because, I mean, numbers are low at some schools. So if you have those banged-up kids who just need to rest a little, you can have that. You don't have to go through a grueling game so they have mm-hmm. that time off. But then you can kind of, like, lose the momentum in a way with that bye week if you – you know, how mm-hmm. do you keep the kids mo- motivated for almost two weeks before playing the game? I tell you what, got some good news shortly before uh, we came on. And 
I went three and one in fantasy this weekend after picking up Ryan Fitzpatrick. Congrats! Thank you, you so much. That was <laughs> that second half really helped. I was supposed to get blown out, and I don't know how many of those leagues or whatever. But uh, any win that I can get in fantasy, which I don't know for how long, I feel like I'm knowledgeable about the game and can never put it to good use in fantasy because I'd be a terrible GM. Yeah. Uh, do you play fantasy? I am. Funny enough, I'm actually, this is my first time ever playing fantasy mm. and I have a football team and now I just signed up for a basketball team. Good. But football, <laughs> I am I just don't know how it, I didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. So obviously we had the draft and it was like round however many and I'm like, well, I have one quarterback. I don't even have like I didn't have a kicker at the time. Mm. I was like, half my players all have the same bye week. So I'm like, wait, what do I do? <laughs> None of them are playing. But I did win. I am one and two so hey, far. Thanks right. to last week's performance between, or the week two performance of Stefan Diggs and Cam okay. Newton. Mm -hmm. They gave me like 70 points combined. Stefan is a lot of fun yeah. to have. I had him last season. I uh, can always seem to count on him. And I think Cam Newton, I was like, oh, I don't know. Well, first of all, I didn't know how early you're supposed to pick a quarterback. Mm -hmm. So I didn't pick one until I saw some other people go. Mm -hmm. But I just, like, picked Cam because I'm a fan of him. But And then I realized he literally is the whole Carolina Panthers <laughs> offense. So I was like, good. Good. <laughs> he gives me most of my points all the time. Some of the I don't even know some of the people on my roster. Oh, shoot. I always try to go with running backs first, except that hurt me this I got year. Alvin... Kamara. Kamara, yeah. Okay. Well, okay, here's the thing. My group, we didn't, everyone couldn't do the same draft time. Like, it was a mess trying to figure out when to do the draft. Mm -hmm. And the first time I had the first pick, so I picked Todd Gurley. Okay. Pretty good pick. And then everyone's like, oh, no, we have to restart. We can't no. do it. So then I had, like, the fifth pick. And, I I mean, I got Alvin with oh, the well, pick. Oh, well, still, like, it's pretty good, but. screwed. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. no. Todd Gurley, that's, exactly. I would have protested. Yeah, I was mad. No, that's, kind of, that's another situation <laughs> like what I had. I tried to, you know, think I was smart, and I had smart myself. I thought, get a running back with the number one overall pick. Mm -hmm. Take Le'Veon Bell, and then <laughs> he decides to hold out. Yeah, rough. I'm um, like, just trade him to the Jets or whatever you're gonna do with him. You know, just... I'm hurt. I'm hearing like the Patriots. No, please no. Don't ruin the NFL like no. the NBA. Be like the Warriors. Oh, the NBA's not ruined. Well, it's not ruined, <laughs> but it's not. You have to look. Just look at it at a different perspective. You're a Warriors fan, aren't you? No, I'm just <laughs> a big NBA fan, and everyone's like. Oh, the NBA is boring, blah, blah, blah. This, every, you already know who's going to win. And I was like, and it's all this from the NFL better. fans. This and year I'm just is like, better. Well, the NFL is boring. You can't even tackle it anymore. So well, yeah. talk to me later. Give you that. <laughs> but we know it's not going to be a Cavs-Warriors final this year. Exactly. No one knows. Okay, Western Conference, that's kind of predictable. Mm -hmm. But the Eastern Conference is going to be so fun, and Boston. people don't see that. No. No. Philadelphia is going oh. to be Boston. I, Okay. You think they're going to be Toronto too? Yeah. You think I, so? I do. Toronto, okay. Kawhi, yeah, he's good, but mm -hmm. I think the I Sixers, liked his interview yesterday. Yeah, he'd like <laughs> laugh. <laughs> he, he tried to laugh. It was about the most artificial <laughs> laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that? I don't he's know. a strange one. He, he kind of is. You know, I I want to like him because he's like you know a good basketball player and everything, but something about him rubs me the uh, wrong yeah. way. Like I just see him not being a very friendly guy. Yeah, he's for like not reason. personable. No. Like I feel like like not that I 
But, like, you feel like you know LeBron James in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. Or, like, Russell Westbrook. Like, mm-hmm. they interact, like, on social media and stupid stuff like right. that. But it's, like, Kawhi, he, the dude doesn't even smile. Mm-mm. Like, I'd be scared of him. Yeah. As a reporter, like, I would be mm-hmm. scared to ask him a question. Let's see. If you could <laughs> hang out with any NBA player, who would that be? All right, uh, Russell Westbrook. Would it be really? I think, yeah. I feel like, I don't yeah, know. I feel like he's he'd be a lot of fun, like, wouldn't yeah. Just going off like his Instagram videos, mm-hmm. he's always singing in the car, and I'm like, or Swaggy P. I think okay. Swaggy P would be so fun. Just for uh, the Celtics thing, I'd like Kyrie, but I feel like Steph Curry would be a lot of fun to hang out yeah, with for the day. Um, oh, he just seems so friendly mm-hmm. and everything. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> shoot, I wanted to get back to Monday Night Football because did you see the stiff arm last night? I Everybody knows what you're talking it, about yeah. when you when you say, "Did you see the stiff arm last night?" That was unreal. Like he owned that guy. Yeah, he knocked him back into like Mars. Think how <laughs> how many people are adding that McDonald to their fantasy team because of what he. Did. I need a tight end right now. My my two tight ends are oh shoot, uh, Evan Ingram and George Kittle. And one of them's hurt. One went to Iowa. Uh, we need <laughs> we need a little help there. But yeah. uh, the ESPN then caught up with uh, McDonald and asked him about the stiff arm, what he was trying to do with that. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, just punish him. I mean, I inflict as much force on him as possible. This is the first thing I think of. Were you aiming specifically for a part like for? A... Yeah, it's just simple to just crush him. Yeah, that's what I was aiming for. Just crush him. That's what I was aiming for. <laughs> that is great. Oh That's yeah. That was that was quite the deadly stiff arm. The NFL, where offensive players can still cause pain, mm-hmm. uh, you know, still alright for them. <laughs> but oh uh, shoot, this roughing the passer rule is getting ridiculous. I, I'm um, getting sick of it. Yeah, yeah. It it needs to change. It's just not. That's all we're gonna hear about. Mm-hmm. I I just don't understand. At some point, you gotta think about the defensive player. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they are putting themselves at risk, trying to avoid the quarterback. Dolphins saw that firsthand two days mm-hmm. ago. Uh, but, but, I mean, I don't know what you honestly do anymore if you're a defensive player. I Yeah, and especially if you go in for the tackle, like, if you're going, you can't just, like, pull your body weight. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going or you're not, mm-hmm. you know? So I just don't understand, are we just going to, like, play two-hand touch, mm-hmm. like, can you only touch the quarterback? Last night, Gerald McCoy, when he was mic'd up, pushes Roethlisberger. Doesn't even fall on him. Just pushes him to the ground. He's apologizing as he pushes him to the ground. He's like, my bad, Ben. Uh, they could tell he's mic'd up and everything. Mm-hmm. And he gets called for a 15-yard yeah. flag. I mean, It's ridiculous. And, I mean, even Aaron Rodgers, after the Vikings game, he was like, most quarterbacks probably don't even want the call. Like, it makes us look soft. And I'm like, yeah, like I under and I understand their safety is mm. first, but at the end of the day, like it's football. The NFL does like- it because <laughs> the quarterback is where the money is. You think about a team, and you know the first player that comes to mind. Given uh, if I were to say a team like the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. the first guy that comes to mind. Patriots, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Uh, you know, and they, I'm sure that's why the NFL does it. You know, there are some great defensive players in the league, but none of them are the ones that uh, you think mm-hmm. of. You know, you uh, you don't think of Aaron Donald right away, no. uh, and Dominican Sue, any guys like that, J.J. Watt. Um, you know, and you, I think that's a big reason why the NFL yeah. does it, is because people 
tune in generally to watch the quarterback make a 30-yard pass rather than a defensive player make a sack. That's what they're more impressed by. But, like, my thing is, like, okay, yeah, Anthony Barr, whatever, mm-hmm. broke Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. I'm Freak sick. Accident. I'm sick of hearing that. Like, he literally tackled him. Mm-hmm. But when has – when have you seen, like, defensive players, like, hurting quarterbacks left and right? Mm-hmm. They don't. No. If a quarterback gets hurt, it's probably – they tear their ACL because they moved the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It's not because defensive players are tackling them. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo. So, like, why all of a sudden does this rule have to change? No. Mm-mm. Now they're making football unwatchable. Yeah. It's the no fun league. The and no I fun will league. Stick with that forever. Uh, <laughs> I shoot, can't stand they're, it. Uh, they're changing a lot. Honestly, uh, shoot, you know. I don't know. We're seeing a lot of change in the NFL, and some of it, I guess, is good. Some of it, you know, not so much. I'd still like to see changes at stuff like yeah. overtime. It's like that oh Twitter gosh. meme. It's like, uh, you know, people say, this is what we want changed, and mm-hmm. whatever they're trying yeah. to talk to so keep saying something completely different. What was it, the Falcons-Saints game? I was hoping mm-hmm. so bad that it just would have ended in a tie mm-hmm. just to have three ties in the first three weeks. <laughs> like, I wish there would be a tie every sunday from here on out so maybe they'd be like hmm, we should probably do something about yeah this. i mean <laughs> people actually want that to change they don't want mm-hmm. quarterback protection rules to change but nfl doesn't care no no i mean they the nfl just cares about things that they shouldn't be mm-hmm. caring about and until you know viewership or sponsorship goes mm-hmm. down they're not going to care exactly. uh they were being rivaled by tiger on sunday though i mean how special was that yeah, I'm not a golf awesome. fan. I don't Neither. pretend to be either, but still a pretty cool moment. I'm not even a Tiger fan. I just, mm-hmm. but well, that was... I'm not necessarily either, but I didn't even watch it. But still, I didn't it's watch a cool it either, moment. But it was, yeah, it's a cool moment because you know we grew up with that guy. Exactly. Was I was gonna say I feel like my childhood was like mm-hmm. reborn <laughs> in a way. It was awesome to see. And Adrian Peterson looked oh like his gosh. old self again. Yeah. I mean, it like, felt like it was 2009. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tigers winning was, and not yeah. in trouble, and Peterson's mm-hmm. winning and not in trouble, yeah. and you'll, you'll have uh, to see it. Yeah, so. I mean, Tiger's the only only person who can steal the show on a mm-hmm. Sunday, right? In the, not in the middle, in the beginning of the NFL season, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's good for the sport. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know, we'll if you want to get golf, it's uh, you know, try to get uh, more attention for golf mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm sure there's people who are. I support them. Yeah. I mean, I just. Not a big golf guy. And I, you know, I'm like that with a few different sports. I'm not mm-hmm. singling out golf. I played tennis in high school and I loved it. I almost played in college and I hate watching it. I hate it on TV. <laughs> I hate watching it in person. Yeah. Uh, so nothing against golf or anything like that. I just. No, I understand. It's not even a fast paced thing because I love baseball. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but. Golf. I mean, it's like fun if it's the last hole. Mm hmm. Well, the only thing that matters. Well, shoot. One more break. We'll come back and uh, we'll put the finishing touches on it. By the way, Pigskin Payday is back. Pick the winner of each week's game to win only at Ojibwe Casino in Berrigan Marquette. $100,000 grand prize with it. More after this on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops and Rachel Zerby of ABC Marquette. Pigskin Payday is back. Pick the winner of each week's game to win $100,000 in grand prize money on the line only at Ojibwe Casino in Berrigan Marquette. 
Well, I wanted to ask you, uh, from your time covering football or any kind of sport up here, uh, Philadelphia, wherever your travels have taken you, uh, if you've ever had a situation where uh, the captains of a prep game, college, high school, what have you, refuse to shake hands at midfield, anything like that? Um, no? But, no. You know, and I'm sure those things happen somewhere. I've wondered, you know, how areas uh, deal with it and everything. Uh, situation came up in a college football game last week, and it piqued my interest because uh, it's about 75 minutes from where I grew up. Uh, back in Sioux City, Iowa, uh, they have two NAIA colleges there. Uh, one of them is a perennial power. They always make it to the national semis. They seem to bow out there. They're ranked second in the country this year. The other school has never been a football school. They are always basketball. Uh, they've never beat this other school, even though they're inner city rivals. Uh, they're 3-0 this year, coming into the game, receiving votes. Uh, this underdog school goes out, refuses to shake hands at midfield. They lose 56-0. to uh, And then there's a whole backlash about it. Uh, so then there's a backlash from the community. Uh, the other school is uh, turning it is uh, you know denouncing it. Mm -hmm. uh, their own alums are announced are denouncing it. Uh, football team did the right thing. They came out and said this doesn't uh, represent what we're teaching them. It's being dealt with. School came out and said it. Uh, so there's just people who aren't letting it go. Uh, in my mind, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of details we don't know yet. We're still going to find yeah. out. But. Uh, I think what I think these were four individuals acting alone out of a rivalry. Um, they made a mistake that shouldn't reflect necessarily the whole school or the team, and the school and the team dealt with it. You know, they apologized for it. They are working to make sure it doesn't happen again. Uh, it obviously wasn't a good thing, but I think it's a teachable moment. Uh, so I don't know. I think in that sense, Briarcliff University in Sioux City, uh, they're doing the right things, taking the right steps. Uh, you know, some people unfortunately don't let it go, and I understand why. But it's just a tough situation. It's something that I know happens. It just hadn't happened so close to home, or what used to be home. Yeah, that's that's tough because rivalries they're heated. Mm -hmm. Like people, sometimes their emotions get the best of them, and I can understand in a way like not shaking hands to start the game but like is it that hard to just like show some respect mm -hmm. just like you don't even have to look them in the eyes just like put your hand out there and just shake their hand mm -hmm. then uh, if that happens like because i think I it's just a respect thing i it's kind of childish in a way whereas like at the end of the games it really bothers me when i see people just go straight to the locker room mm -hmm. and not even like acknowledge their opponent mm. but like to get embarrassed 56 to nothing right. and you like aren't gonna shake their hand like i don't think it's a good look and i no. like it's so funny how they're like oh this doesn't rep represent us and blah 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 but like mm. we hear that day in and day out mm. like i don't know i mean i don't really think it's a reflection on the school at all it's a mm. reflection on the people the right. players who did it right i just don't i mean i've never I've, I've played sports but there's never i mean and granted it was only high school we had rivalries i didn't like the girls i was playing against mm -hmm. but i never once was like i'm not gonna shake their hand right like, i'm too good for that mm -hmm. and i just I think, don't it's sportsmanship right at the end of the day like in the end i think the school handled it well and i yeah. think the uh you know they uh, made sure this isn't going to happen again, that this uh -huh. is, you know, something that the football program doesn't endorse. Uh, unfortunately, you see oddities like that in the news. So 
I don't know. Hopefully it is a teachable moment. Yeah, it is. But, like, and it's also one of those situations where there's no need to blow it out of proportion. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, they didn't shake their hands. Like, whatever. Move on. Get over it. Like, I'm sure there are people out there who don't like someone and they don't, like, acknowledge them. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. But then it is also one of those things, like, these kids are all role models for the younger kids. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have a son who's sitting at home and, like, sees guys and sees they're not going to acknowledge their opponents like do they go out on their field and not acknowledge mm-hmm. their opponents like it's something so simple like that but i just don't think it's like no need to turn nai football into something kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah like you see it all the time like even in like the nba and nfl like i mean the nfl they're good like after the games they all mm-hmm. like kind of you see a lot of the quarterbacks like huddle and like they're like or not huddle but shake hands yeah. and stuff Whereas, like, the NBA, you see dudes run off the court all the time. Mm-hmm. Are we going to make an issue out of that? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, just don't think it's that big of a deal. No. Hockey handshakes at the end of a playoff yeah. series. I like that. Yeah. You know, when they do that. And then uh, again, and they probably get as heated mm-hmm. as anybody as exactly. you know, any sport. You know? So, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things that I'm sure we probably haven't seen the last of throughout the country, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh Talking about handshakes, though, we saw some kind of emotional ones the other night. Uh, Lions get their first win of the season. Matt Patricia gets to uh, uh, beat his old mentor. They go over and have kind of an emotional scene afterwards. But, uh, I mean, that's got to be a lot of fun for people around here. Oh, yeah. That's – I feel like they were waiting for that moment. Mm -hmm. You can't really write a better, like, chapter, first chapter, than Matt Patricia beating Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick. And it's funny because I have – a Lions friend, he was like, I don't even care if we go 1-15 and 15 the rest of the season. Like, we beat the Pats, blah, 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 blah. As long as you like, beat New yeah. England. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is. New England is like the Warriors. Like, if you beat them, who cares? It, yeah. I mean, then your season's pretty <laughs> much exactly. made. You could be the Dallas Mavericks mm-hmm. last season or two years ago. They've been bad for a while. But yeah. you can do that, and you have a pretty good season. Exactly. You have something you can feel good about. If you beat the top dog that's always in the Super Bowl, <laughs> like, hey, we, we won in a way. A little moral victory. <laughs> Then you can always go back and say Tom Brady got outplayed by a backup exactly. quarterback. Yeah. He made a play, the Philly special, that Brady couldn't. I mean, I'm not a guy who rips on Tom Brady, no. but I do think Brady jokes are hilarious. Oh, my God. It is so funny. Like, to this day, like, I wish, like, Philadelphia Twitter, Eagles Twitter is, mm-hmm. like, nothing I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. even when Cleveland ran the Philly special, everyone was like, oh, like, that's <laughs> Like, they're copying us, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Tom Brady didn't catch the ball, no. I'll be hearing that in my grave. But Baker Mayfield and Nick Foles <laughs> yeah. did. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, so Baker is the guy over in uh, Cleveland oh, yeah. now. It's about time. I, 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 I'm surprised that Hugh Jackson took the time to, mm-hmm. you know, it took it took him until yesterday to name a starter. Yeah, and after the game when Baker won, he's like, I'm just going to have to look at the film to see. Mm. Like, come on, come you knew. Like, I'm just so sick of coaches speaking like that. Like, it's obvious. We all know Baker. who you're going to yeah. start next week. Just tell us. Uh, I don't know if Terod Taylor sees the field the rest of the year. I don't know. Unless they were so high on him, yeah, they too. Were. And he wasn't awful necessarily no. at least he he was before he came out of that game but the first two weeks he was you know capable yeah. he wasn't he was better know. than a lot of quarterbacks in the league uh through the first couple of weeks yeah, but, but come on baker mayfield mm-hmm. like, they weren't even they were thinking about not even playing him at all this no. year literally basically like red shirting mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> kind of like what mahomes did last year and see if it paid and boy did it pay Shh, off yeah. Jeez. I hope he keeps it up. I really mm-hmm. do. I like him a lot. Yeah. I do. That's but, awesome uh, to see. Does, uh, let's see. 
I was wondering, the question, I guess we got that answered a little last night, was does Mahomes' magic go longer or does Fitz' magic go longer? And, I mean, Fitz lost it a little bit, got it back there toward the end, but uh, Mahomes is just, he's built to last longer long term mm -hmm. as far as this season. I still think it probably is Mahomes. Oh, but, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know. They'll have decisions to make over in Tampa regarding whether or how much playing mm -hmm. time Jameis will get because I think he will get some playing time. I think he has to. Uh, but you got to ride the hot hand. Exactly, and I think, exactly. I think Fitz definitely has it right now. He found it. He found a way to get it back last night. Exactly. And, like, yeah, they lost, but it wasn't, like, a big defeat. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like Fitzpatrick got, like, completely demolished. No. Like, he's still has that hot hand. Played a good game. Yeah. He came back and did enough to mm -hmm. outduel Antonio Brown, and I won my fantasy game by .7 points. Oh, so wow. <laughs> uh, thanks, Fitzmagic. Uh, no, shoot. I like that guy, though. I, I am hoping, you know, for, you know, mm -hmm. good things out of him and everything. And it sucks because I also want to see good things out of Jameis. Yeah. As yeah. much as, like, he is who he is off right. the field. But I, like I mentioned, I think, last week, I really enjoyed watching him. He's the future of the franchise. Yeah. Fitzpatrick is not the long-term answer there. No, the dude's like, how old? 35. <laughs> yeah. He looks older than that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, shoot, I tell you what, uh, we're out of time. Rachel, as always, thanks so much for being here. We'll have you on again soon. Thank you. All right, that's Rachel Zerby of ABC Marquette. Once again, Tanner Hoops with you for ESPN-UP, Ishpeming Marquette.